What's up, Buttercup? And special vegan Brian. Special vegan Brian. It changed. I like super vegan better because super okay, vegan fine. Has the power to fly and telekinesis. All right. And he caught me. He caught me. I said special. To identify gluten and food. Actually, that's a big important one. So, yeah, you're still super. Wait. Do you guys remember the, uh, the um, Scott Pilgrim movie? Yeah. I do have cool vegan powers. My vegan powers are... If I accidentally eat meat or gluten, I'll I'll get very sick. <laughs> if I eat meat on accident, I get very sick. If I eat meat, I get energy. I'm the supervillain. <laughs> He's the supervillain. For the listeners who of the podcast who don't know, both Anthony and myself, Super Vegan Brian, are vegetarians. That's what a vegan is. Anthony is not a vegan. Brian is a vegan. Michael is meat eater Michael. I don't know why we call him special, Mikey. Because that's what makes me special. I am a carnivore that devours all in- innocent animals upon this earth. Bears are dicks, so. Especially male bears. I'm going to wake up early after this winter and I'm going to eat babies. Yeah, exactly. Fuck bears. <laughs> I'm like, bears look so cool. They're awesome. But they also eat babies. They're monsters. And they like to rape Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs> You know he hates that joke. <laughs> did, did you see? I forget what award show it was, but they did a, this big song, and they're all like, "Where were you when Leo got fucked by the bear?" <laughs> and um, what was it? Rebel Wilson. She goes, "I was fucking this bear when he got fucked by that bear." It was probably MTV. I, I think it was the MTV Movie Awards. It, it was hilarious, though. I, I died, and he smiled, so it was okay. Ah, <sighs> okay, but. Everybody, that was not my me clapping. That was me hitting my hand on the bed, and it hurts bad. Oh, jeez. It wasn't that loud. I was pretty sure it wasn't a clap. My clap detector didn't go off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> clap uh, that's right. You're I don't clap. question it either. I'm not questioning this anymore. But anyway, today we're actually going to be talking about a really cool topic today. We're going to be talking about Let's Play videos. These are things that have popped up in... What would you say, Anthony? Roughly the last, what, four years? Yeah, like, they kind of just came up out of nowhere, really. <laughs> yeah, because, like, I, I've i seen them, not- I've noticed them after, you know, a little while, but now they're pretty much everywhere. Everybody does a Let's Play. So it's going to be great. This is going to be an awesome topic. I'm giving you everybody a warning. I don't watch a ton of them. I do watch some. So this is probably going to be a Brian Anthony episode with some uh, special Mikey on the side. You know, like, what's just yourself? Oh. Oh, no, you'd be surprised how little Let's Plays I actually watch. We're going to have fun. We're going to get into that in just a minute. But right now, we're going to play everyone's favorite game, What's Nerdy With You? Believe it or not, your host, even though my nerdy thing is kind of weak this week, I'm going to go first. Who passed out? Who fainted? Anybody? I'm here. I'm still recovering from the from from waking up. I might be a little slow this morning. <laughs> or Or you're just not funny. I'm gonna go uh, <laughs> That's a valid point. I'm going to go with not funny because I really don't think shots fired. Pew, pew, pew. And I know shots fired. This is a guy at a firing line taking the bullets willingly. I honestly don't think I'm that funny. 
I think you can be. Oh, yeah, there goes that self-esteem right there. Especially when you repeat a joke in entirety. <laughs> it's I, not funny unless Michael repeats it. <laughs> I took it off track, so let me bring it on track. What was nerdy with you this week, Michael? I actually spent almost every lunch break today, uh, not today, uh, this week, trying to story outline and setups in uh, the special leather-bound journal that I keep in my messenger's bag. And three of them I actually kind of want to write. Like, actually make them into full-blown stories. Because one of them, I'm going to give you a little tidbit. One of them, it, the whole premise is based on what happens when a queen dies in a bee colony. Because when a bee dies in a queen, uh, when a queen dies in a bee colony, there are usually up to 12 to 13 princess bees that fight to the death to become the new queen of the hive. Ooh. I and I don't think that. that's how that works. <laughs> actually, I've done extensive research on it. It, it is. They, there's actually. Oh, really? Yeah. They literally will start fighting. And the one that survives basically gets to become the queen. That's so cool. I didn't know this. Oh, yeah. I, I, I was doing research on it because it, it's, uh, I want to do a book about that. I want to do a book with where like it's kind of that concept, but it's people. You need to write a book about that <laughs> so it gets adapted into a Pixar movie. <laughs> it'll be like the hunger games bees it'll be the honey games <laughs> oh my god that i want to name this episode the honey games you have to the honey games. <laughs> That's the best. oh i have to write two books now <laughs> and then one of the bees though one of the bees though is like no 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 let's let's start democracy that's the way to do it we can go start another beehive and, and be happy and expand our influence and sting the humans. <laughs> sting all the humans. Oh, <laughs> uh, but that's my nerdy thing this week because I've just been really I've kind of been in writer mode. You were you were Sherlock Holmes this week studying bees. Yeah, hardcore. I didn't even <laughs> put those two together until just now. <sighs> And then I put flies in a jar, and then when I played a grammatic scale on my violin, they they flew in circles. Nobody remembers that movie. What movie <laughs> is that? It's what he explains to Watson in the first Sherlock Holmes movie with Robert Downey Jr. when he oh. finds him drunk off of eye medicine, off of eye surgery medicine. I when I was thinking about um, Jupiter ascending, oh, with cool. how the bees don't attack the Empress. Oh yeah. It's actually pretty cool. Have you all seen Jupiter Ascending? I've only nope. seen everything but the last whole movie. Oh, that movie was amazing. Nope. No, I actually did want to see it because I, I saw the trailers and I and I heard about the premise and it looks really good. So I'm Anthony this week. Nope, I didn't see it. Well, Anthony is also Anthony. <laughs> yes, I too am Anthony. <laughs> Anthony, have you met Anthony? Anthony, this is Anthony. Anthony, Anthony. So, Anthony's, what did you do, Nerdy, this week? Well, my nerdy thing this week was actually kind of similar to my nerdy thing last week, but nobody heard it because the call got all fucked up. So I'm going to say it again. I played a lot of World of Warcraft. I got max level yesterday. In other words, everybody, Anthony has lost all will to have social life. Yeah. So we got we got Michael studied bees and worked on writing. So he's turning into a novelist again, which is awesome. Sorry, I didn't congratulate you on that. That's awesome. And yeah, Anthony. Yes. Anthony maxed out his WoW character. All right. His, his undead yeah. death knight. I'm being, I'm being so productive. So, My Brian, what's journey with so you? Cool. 
Well, there are several th- nerdy things with me this week, so I'm actually going to answer that question literally. What's nerdy with me this week rather than the one thing I did? That's fine. Actually, I kind of like hearing all the things <laughs> you do. I live, I live through you, Brian. Keep talking. <laughs> I live all right. through you. So I have been listening to our friend's podcast, um, Supernatural The Road, so far. I've been to- listening to their rewatch and rewatching all those episodes and then rewatching episodes that are going to be on the show and going back in time and rewatching episodes and listening to their episodes. Um, so shout out to Supernatural The Road so far. Awesome podcast available on Stitcher and iTunes. I Last week, I went to the Riverside Museum of Photography. I'd made an appointment with them. And I went into their archive and studied photography for a few hours, going through photos from the late 1800s and early 20s and looking at these stereoscopic photos through a stereoscope. If you don't know what a stereoscope is, it's a device. It's a device with two lenses and a little board that lets you hold, put this photo on it. And the photos are double photos, two photos left and right. They're taken with a camera with two lenses or they're taken with two cameras. So when you look through the stereoscope, it's 3D. Oh, and this was a technology that was invented in the mid to the the late mid to late 1800s. It's sort of like the toy that existed in the 80s called the Viewmaster. Oh, okay, okay, that's actually really cool. Yeah, they're really neat. And I wrote my observation paper on a stereo, a stereograph of the 1869 World's Fair. I might get the date wrong because I, I, I kept on having to look at the date again, but I'm pretty sure it was 1869 World's Fair in Chicago, Illinois, the Columbian Expedi- Ex- Expedition, Exposition, which was the celebration of Christopher Columbus's arrival. And it was this amazing spectacle thing that you would only be able to see it if you went back in time because most of the structures are gone. Getting to see the photos felt like time travel. Question. So you, you said it's basically this like two lenses and like a board thing. Is it so like do you hold it? Does not have like a handle? You hold it to your face or do you have to lean over a table? Because I think I've seen it, one of these things. It's a hand. Well, they have they, they have it both ways. Um, but the one I had was a handle that you hold up. Um, so to give you an idea of what the experience is, you make an appointment with the museum. You go in, they tell you all these rules. They give you a pair of cotton gloves. They take your tea away from you because you're not allowed to have drinks in there. Oh, Brian was in hell. Yeah, it was not fun. They then um, sit you down and give you all these photos. You have you have a lady who's basically watching over you the entire time, working and seeming helpful, but also a little annoyed that she has to st- stick with the student all day and be interrupted for questions every once in a while. Oh. She was nice. It was a little awkward because I felt like I was interrupting her every time I had a question, and I had a lot. Uh, <laughs> then don't work at the museum, bitch. Oh, be nice. I, nice. I mentioned the name of the museum. If 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 somebody who listens to this might know her. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she sounds like a very wonderful lady who's very dedicated yeah. to her work, how she lovingly helped you. That's beautiful and wonderful. And at the same time, Brian, you were a very bothersome person. Yeah. Uh, See yeah, there, was, lady? I, I reprimanded uh, him for you. That was a cool experience. I also got to walk around the museum and the contemporary art museum next door and look at weird sculptures. And I I say weird because they were Um, one of them was pots and pans hanging the ceiling wrapped in plastic with water dripping over them. Okay, that's weird. It was awesome. 
it was representative of the sounds in a busy kitchen. So if you close your eyes, it literally sounded like you were in a kitchen in like a restaurant and could hear all the different sounds of people working without the vocals. Okay, that's actually kind of cool. It was really cool. I want to try that now. I want to. I want to go see this place because I, I like. I like interesting and weird art. It's really cool. I'm not entirely sure how much the admission is because when I made the appointment for student services, I didn't have to pay anything to do it. Really, that's cool. They didn't ask for a student ID or anything, so I'm pretty sure that if you have an academic reason to go there and research, you can just call the museum and make the appointment and and go in and see. It was the it was the Keystone Mask Collection, which is this collection of thousands of stereographs from all over. Uh, most of them were from the 1920s, and I needed a photo from the 1800s, so she, I had a limited selection. But I looked at some of the other photos, and there were some amazing things. They yeah. also have a camera collection at the museum. But moving on, because I have another one. Yeah, um, <laughs> I had I had a conversation with Daniel Cross, our fourth nerd. Yay! About all the wizarding schools in the world of Harry Potter. <laughs> I thought there were only I oh I thought there were like four. There's um I don't know the names off the top of my head because I was just learning this, but there's one in Africa. There's three in the books, which is the one in Scandinavia, Durmstrangs. Um, the one in France that I can't think of the name of it right now, yeah. and Hogwarts, which is in Scotland. Then there's one in Russia, one in South America, and North America, which is Ilvermorny, which is the new one that's going to be in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that was kind of that was going to be like a racist movie. I, you know what? You hear news like that all the time. There's no way to know until you actually see the movie. Oh, I'm going to go see it. I'm going to see it at, at the very least on, on home video because I want to see this. It looks really good because it's exploring a whole new part of this world. You can learn a lot about be racist. Um, oh, let's not go into speculation. We don't know. I'm, I just heard, <laughs> I, I've heard rumors and preliminary reports that they've, they've, they really stereotyped some, uh, several characters, but we're going to get into that. The movie's not, the movie's not really yeah. here yet. So. And media is awful. I hate media being on yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they, and we're all on the media right now. We'll, we'll be okay. <laughs> we'll be okay. We hate ourselves. I I refuse to vote for Anthony because, you know, I don't play WoW. I just watch it. And I didn't get to watch him play. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't I don't make let's plays yet. Sorry. But I think Michael's was really cool. I, yeah. I think the whole writing again. That was that was another one of mine. I'm I'm working on my novel again. So I went through all my old new notes and started Oh, good. Should yeah. we even vote for Brian? Because I mean, he had like four. That's almost like cheating. My no, <laughs> my life is nerdy. <laughs> he, Brian, is what's nerdy this week. <laughs> That's his I'm, life. I'm Buster sure Sacred there Mark. were more. I mean, I'm sitting on a desk with a my little with a samurai riding on a My Little Pony Which poster I love on much. the wall. I, I love that poster. <laughs> what? Yeah, I got a I got a a drawing of a samurai riding on a on a pink My Little Pony, and it's the '80s style My Little Pony. It's not the Friendship is Magic style. I like both. I actually like My Little Pony. Oh, I I put my I put my diploma on the wall this week for the first time in ten years or however long it's been. Yay! Sign of significant advancement within your education. I don't even know where my diploma's at. (laughs) I really don't. Anthony's moved a lot. (laughs) <laughs> my high school diploma is in a drawer. My well, college diploma is on the wall. That's good. Well, actually, you know what? That makes sense that Anthony doesn't know where his diploma is because he's not home. Are you in Las Vegas? Nope. Where are you? 
I don't know, Brian. You're the booking agent. Yeah. Well, we sent you to Las Vegas. I'm trying to figure out why you're not there. (laughs) (laughs) What happened Uh, on your trip to Las Vegas? Did you get lost in the desert? Are you connected to some Native American Wi-Fi right now in some Indian reservation? Because we sent you to Vegas. Where are you, Anthony? What happened? I know where he is. I am in Saskatchewan. How did you end up all the way in Canada? <laughs> I, I made a wrong left. Did did you did you a know lot of other wrong lefts? Well, here's the thing. You know how the Bugs Bunny always goes, should have made that turn at Albuquerque? Yeah, that's basically Anthony in a really big way. Oh yeah. I'm really bad with directions. Oh, I talked I to him really last night. Lost. He was in Alberta. So he, he made some good I ground. Really lost. So you got lost in Vegas. I'm picturing there was a scooter involved at some at some point. Was there a scooter involved, Anthony? Um, yeah, yeah. I um, I I hitched on a scooter. I hitchhiked. It, it was it, it was a yellow scooter. How to do some things to get on the scooter? How to do some things to get on the scooter? This is the part of, part of the podcast where we um we tax Anthony's improv skills that he hasn't used since high school. <laughs> I had improv school skills in high school. I thought you were in theater at some point. Uh, nope. That was me. <laughs> oh, that was Michael. Or, or no, it was your wife. It was your wife, Anthony. I'm thinking of my your wife wife's theater. Definitely was in theater in high school. Yeah, and college. Was. I was not. Though I did write some plays in the college. In the college. <laughs> yeah, we had this thing called Reader's Theater, and we wrote plays. And my wife, um, she directed one of my plays for no. the college. Oh, that's cool. That is really cool. But no, Anthony, it was the way you said it, though. You're like, in the college, in the I college. wrote me the plays. In the college. I wrote me the play. <laughs> in the university. Okay, who wins? Michael. What about you, Michael? Who do you vote for? I was going to say you because you were looking at old, you were looking at stuff from the past, and I'm a history nerd. So <laughs> I think Anthony's going to vote for himself because he worked really hard on getting to the to next level. <laughs> no, I don't vote for myself. That's terrible. Why would you do that? I'm going to vote for Brian, actually. He did a lot. Yeah. And we do live by theorems as we have wife and kids. Thank you for telling me that my behavior is is terrible because I voted for myself on two separate episodes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just I mean, it's only it's only okay if you're Hillary Clinton. Oh it's really hard for me to pick my nerdiest thing because most of my effort on the week is put into either school or the podcast. So I have to resist saying something about working on the podcast each week. That 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 is a nerdy thing you do every week. So, basically, it's audio editing was my nerdy thing this week. Well, this is like something really out there. Like I had to re-intubate the flux capacitor stream in my computer to get the podcast recording to keep stable. I mean, oh my God, so, Michael, you know so little about computers. <laughs> that was not serious for the love of God. <laughs> I have a flux capacitor in my computer. You didn't get one of those, Anthony? Oh, yeah, your computer died because of water. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I love you too, Brian. (laughs) Hey, Brian, what's the number one thing you say about his computer that he spent so much time customizing? I don't remember. What was it that I say? I don't care. (laughs) That's awfully rude of you, Michael. You don't care about the thing that I said? Jesus. Gosh. Jesus. Michael. No, wait. I just, yeah. I, I just get on with the damn show. I'm such an asshole. <laughs> Have you been talking to my wife? You're the host. You're the one that moves us along. Have you been talking to my wife? <laughs> anyway. Yes, everybody. It's time to get into our wonderful, actually pretty cool topic of this week, which is Let's Play Videos. I'm 
really neat. Want to talk about this because I think it's really cool. I get like I said, I don't watch a ton of them. Apparently, Anthony doesn't. And I thought he like lived on them, but no, Brian <laughs> lives up to my expectation, and he lives on Let's Play videos. What exactly is a Let's Play video? Well, a Let's Play video is an online video that is usually recorded. It could be streamed on a service like Twitch or one of the other streaming services, well, YouTube Live even. And it's somebody who plays a video game and not necessarily, but usually records commentary over them playing the game. Sorry, I fell asleep. Yeah, because <laughs> this is this is Brian the dictionary reading his a, dictionary no, it's definition. It's a, good, it's a good definition of let's play. No, actually, it was good. It actually explained it really well. Because I always thought a, a let's play had to have commentary. I don't like the ones that don't have commentary, but they do exist. Yeah. And and there's also, like, some people don't do commentary. Some people do, like, role-playing things. Like, I saw a guy, he was uh, doing, like, a role-playing one on Skyrim, where he was uh, did a whole story where he was playing as a certain character, and he would talk in the voice and everything, so... It's actually kind of cool. <laughs> That's technically not commentary. Well, um, on Team Four Stars one, they used to have one where it was supposed to be Napa and Vegeta playing Fallout. Not Fallout Borderlands. <laughs> That's so cool. That's such a cool idea. It, it, it made me laugh. It, it made me laugh. Did they ever go at one time go with his powers over 9,000? <laughs> I never. I, they might have. I never heard it like as I watched them because it was kind of they, after a while it turned into background for me. But like the at one point Napa got a so what is it called like the the, the basically the familiar that follows you around in Borderlands and it's like I'm gonna name him Vegeta Junior. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds entertaining. Do you guys it, define do you guys define Let's Plays different than me or am I like spot on? Actually, I I would say you're no, spot on. Yeah, it works. So just you know a video recording of somebody playing video games. Anthony, what what are some of the reasons you watch them for? I watch. I don't know if this would be considered a let's play. It's very difficult, but I watch like Total Biscuit, and he has this YouTube uh, series called uh, WTF Is, and he talks about video games. And I guess it's technically a let's play because he is playing the video game, and he does show video of him playing the game, and he reviews it as he's playing it, and he goes like, "Here's the menu. Here's what I don't like. Here's what they should have added. Here's what could be better. Here's what's awesome. Here's what's not awesome. I'm going to show you the playing. Here's what it looks like playing on this computer. Here's what it looks like playing on this computer. Here's what it looks like on my laptop. Blah, blah, blah. This is why I don't like the story. This is why I love the story, and he just kind of... So he plays... He does like this whole like um, first reaction to the game kind of thing while reviewing it, so I watch it to get a hands-on what a game looks like as somebody is playing it kind of review which i think is a superior form of review to the classical review i think that's a good point i i forgot about that aspect of it because reviewing games is another real reason that net let's plays exist some of them are just flat out reviews let's play this game and talk about how good it is yeah and yeah. i personally think it's better than the classic review as i mentioned before because Games are meant to be fun. They're meant to be entertaining. And so sometimes you might see a game somebody's playing and be like, that looks like fun. And they might not like it. They might even be like hazing it in the review. But you might see it and be like, that looks like fun to me, whether I like it, whether they like it or not. And I think sometimes reviewers miss or forget that a game is meant to be fun. And you'll hear reviewers be like, I don't like the game. Sex is bullshit, whatever. 
or whatever like kind of artistic response they might come up with especially uh reviewers who just get like just so many games all the time it's impossible for them to just keep up and after them seeing the same game over and over they're just like i'm so done seeing this concept but you as a person at home might not be done seeing that concept that's true because some of these guys that do let's plays and reviews they go through like a good I want to say like at least 30 games in a very short amount of time. And they see a lot of rehashes, honestly. The ones who record sometimes play the game three or four times before they actually use an episode. Which is good. I think that's good because you don't want to be sitting there like dying 87 times on the level uh, when you're trying to either a review or just get through it so people can watch you play. Plus, you want to you want to be somewhat calm. I'm sure you want to be somewhat competent. And if you have like a tip or something, you can and you give it to them, and you're not dying all the time. It might seem a little bit more valid. Well, if you're recording a multiplayer game, you might have other players that are being very toxic, and you don't want to include that in your recording. That's true. In a lot of multiplayer aspects, so there there are very toxic players when you're doing online when you're doing e- online or in house multiplayer. Yep. Um, one of the people I used to watch, I haven't really watched him in a while, but he was really entertaining, was called Spazzy, S-P-4-Z-I-E. He was a uh, gamer. He did mostly League of Legends, and he's on YouTube, and I would watch a lot of his League of Legends videos, and uh, they were very funny. Like, he's really funny. He's from, I think, Switzerland, so occasionally he'll, like, start speaking in, like, different languages. <laughs> And uh, just watching him play League of Legends is just a very entertaining thing. Not because of the game itself, though that is also pretty cool. This was during the time when I was really big into League of Legends. So I was really into watching the plays and like trying to like see how he was doing things. But also just hearing him just him and his friends talking. It's hilarious. Another uh, few groups of reviewers I watch are like also connected to Total Biscuit, which are Jesse Cox and uh, Press Hard to Continue Dodger. Dodger mostly does what's known as butt-touching games. That's what she calls them. Dating sim games. She does a lot of dating sim games, and she does funny voices. And I watch them simply because of the funny voices. Because it's like, oh, look at that uh, anime man. I'm going to make him sound like this. Hi, guys. I'm anime dude number one. <laughs> and it's, oh, my God. Her voices are great. It's oh, it's hilarious. good. Hilarious. I, I um, have to tell you, I actually used to play those things. <laughs> She does a lot. She does the silliest ones. Like she did one that's called, I think it was called um, Bird Dating Sim. It's the same where you go around and you uh, date birds. Oh, I never played anything that out there. Mine was just literally like, date birds. Mine was literally just trying to hook up with a Japanese high school chick. You know, a normal thing. She also did a tank dating sim where all the tanks are girls and you're a guy and you're going to a school learning about tanks and the tanks are girls and you're trying to date tanks. So there'll be a girl, and her name's like Panzer 14. She's a girl, looks like a girl, but she's a tank. What? <laughs> yeah, it's cool. fucking weird. Fuck. Yeah, you gotta this up. It makes me realize another reason why people watch Let's Plays is to discover games or types of games that they've never heard of before. Yeah, I would have never heard of these. Like tank dating sim and bird dating sim. <laughs> I know I look like a near average young girl, but I have the payload of a 105 shell that can take out an armored vehicle at half a mile. No, that is literally how they talk in the game. You're exactly shitting. like that. You're shitting me. Yeah. Is, yeah. Is there is there a lot of sexual innuendo? Oh, fuck yes. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, a thing where the girls are tanks. I'm sure there is. 
I I do not want to condone this weird thing. So you you listeners to our call, if you decide to watch this entertainment tank dating sims, we are not responsible for your actions. You do this on your own recognizance. The therapy bills are yours alone. And then um, Jesse Cox is also another YouTuber that does a lot of Let's Plays that I find enjoyable. He does uh, this thing every Friday called Fan Friday where he plays games that fans send him to play. And they're mostly really crazy, insane games that they that they have him play. And he's just always kind of like, what the fuck am I playing? Oh, it's man. Like, um, Pony Island. Oh, my God. I loved watching people play Pony Island. I've never watched yeah, people play, play Pony Island. Island. What happened on Pony, Pony Island? Island? Have is you played Pony Island? No. Do you mind if we spoil it? <laughs> yes. No, 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 I'm kidding. Go. <laughs> so Pony Island is a game <laughs> where you are basically in hell forced to play a video game designed by the devil. Oh, God. But it's and not it's... like hell, hell. Like you're in an arcade. Like you, it looks like an arcade. So you're like, oh, it's just a nice arcade. So it's you playing a person playing an arcade. Oh, God. And it's yes, a meta. story. It's a story game with very odd gameplay that is different through different parts of the game. It's a very innovative game. What what, what happens on Pony Island? Uh, that I'm not going to know what part of the game because I don't want to spoil it that much. I think I talked about it enough that it's it it's a unique experience. It has to do with demons and it's. It's Pony Island. It's it's undefinable. I'll say this much to get the final ending of the game, like the most badass, like 100 percent completion ending of the game. You have to go into program files in your computer and dig through hidden files in your computer and fuck around with files in the game. What the hell? Yeah. Or you could watch a Let's Play and just know how to do it. I'm going to do that. (laughs) That's what I did. That's what I did. I just watched a Let's Play. I was like, fuck yeah, that. I'm, like, you know. I'm watching a Let's Play on that one. So, Pony Island, huh? I'm actually taking note of that one. Another reason why people watch Let's Plays is to cheat. Oh, hardcore. There's guys like, well, he did this, that, and this, and oh my gosh, I got the ultimate armor. That's actually the reason I started getting into him, because I was playing Portal 2, and I got stuck. I got really stuck, <laughs> and I watched Let's Play on how to do it. I went back, did the thing that the Let's Play said. Then I went to the next part and got stuck again, went to the Let's Play, and then I just kept watching the Let's Play, and I never actually completed the game because (laughs) I was like, I'm playing this game for the story. I don't need to play it. I could just watch someone play it and get exactly what I was out of it, and I don't have to go through the trouble of figuring out the puzzles. Nice. Nice. Why I would rather watch people play games than play them myself. You're more of a story person than an than an action than a uh, involvement person, then, right? Well, not not necessarily, because I do enjoy Diablo, which isn't. I mean, once you beat the campaign, it's not story based at all. Yeah, and yep. I'm the not a big fan of watching like Let's Plays on Diablo because Diablo is mostly a grinding game. That's true. It is. That's true. I can imagine how a Let's Play on that game would be. How do you like Let's Plays on WoW then? Like, that's pretty much just a grinding game too. Because I like very specific Let's Plays on WoW. So I'm going to shout out my first YouTuber. Loco, spelled L-O-W-K-O. Okay. Um, he is from the Netherlands. And he he does mostly StarCraft 2. 
And oh, cool. he's one of the renowned StarCraft II people. He does amazing tutorial videos and really cool videos of StarCraft II gameplay. They're very fun to watch. Um, he's one of those pros that does everything through keyboard shortcuts. So you see the screen fly around like crazy while he's mm. building resources. And he'll teach you how to do that. That's how I discovered him because I was playing StarCraft II and wanted to learn how to play more efficiently. He also does Hearthstone videos. He does Heroes of the Storm, but just recently he started doing a WoW walkthrough. What makes it different than just grinding is he edits out the grinding. He doesn't show that part. So he'll focus on the lore and talk about the story and he'll make sure you experience everything. He'll read all the quests. He doesn't role play. But he gets really into the lore and like talks when something big happens. He's like, oh, my God, that's amazing. I didn't expect that. And goes into the lore and talks about the history of the character from the beginning of the game as far as he remembers. I really recommend his walkthrough. He's been doing it for since pre-Legion. He started at pre-Legion, so he'd be ready for Legion. So I've watched him build up the wizard that he's playing from level one. And what was his name again? Loco. L-O-W-K-O. OK, I got it. He also he he interacts with fans so you can comment on his YouTube page and he'll usually respond. You can tweet to him and he'll respond. He's he's um, so it's kind of nice. I was really regretful when he did a meet and greet in California. He visited to California and I, I totally missed it. I was on vacation when he did it and I said I didn't get to meet him. I thought that would have been cool. What about you, Michael? Um, so you have a very interesting relationship with Let's Plays because you you say you don't watch them, but you watch a kind of Let's Play I don't watch. You watch people play tabletop role-playing games. I was actually going to ask if that counts as a Let's Play. <laughs> I think it, it does. does. I think it's uh, a very new kind of Let's Play. It, it, it's growing because uh, there's actually three groups out there now that that actually live stream and record and do later and upload later recording to YouTube of their games. Uh, one is... You know, my, my personal favorite, I love it, it's great, is Critical Role. Um, they're on Geek and Sundry. Their campaign is really great. The characters are wonderful. Their their banter is amazing. Next one, I've I think they're actually done actually they they actually upload theirs to the Dungeons and Dragons page on YouTube and their acquisitions incorporated. And they're actually a lot of fun. There's a there's a I can't remember his full name, but his first name is Patrick. He's actually a fantasy author, and I want to start reading his books because he he plays on there. He's really good. And uh, there's another one. It's by it's on Rooster Teeth. I can't remember what it's called right now, but I've only seen like maybe one episode of that one. Are there any that play Pathfinder? And they're all doing they're all doing current D and D rules, so fifth edition of uh, Critical Role when they started out. Their first year campaign before they actually became a streaming service, it was just them getting together and playing. They did do current Pathfinder rules. There's got to be one that does Pathfinder. I knew that. Um, well, Paizo and some of the different groups like, um, you know, oh, yeah, I just thought of one. Saving Throw. Saving Throw does Pathfinder. Uh, who's who? Where do they upload at? Um, YouTube. <clears throat> do you know the page? Saving Throw. It's all one thing. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'll just look up saving girl. <laughs> I can't think of the guy's name and I'm going to get probably shouted out for this on the Facebook page. Um, it's run by the guy who was on King of Geeks in the first season. Um, oh, what's his name? Mm. I'll look it up on my phone. The guy who won King of Geeks? No, he was on it. He was just on it. Yeah, oh, okay. he was on it. Um, hmm. I um, my tell us a little bit more about Critical Role. Well, Critical Role, what it is is there's actually they're all void they're actually all voice actors now 
they they all do voice actors. They all actually have pretty good stuff. And they there's usually there's usually between six and seven players. They also do special guests. And they actually are in the middle of a campaign right now where they're taking on what's called the Chroma Conclave, where it's a bunch of chromatic dragons actually attacking their world. And oh, that's neat. I've seen a bunch of other little let's plays and everything of like people doing like home games and stuff where they do everybody role plays and they say what they're going to do and the in the DM he actually rolls for them and tells them if they succeeded or not and I actually kind of don't care for that because it, it's kind of like a, a peg hole thing for me like oh well you want to do this well I'm gonna and then he rolls and he can be like well I don't want you to succeed so I'm just gonna say you failed your role kind of that's what it feels like sometimes to me when i watch those but these guys they actually do all of their own roles they they check their own sheets so it's legit it's a full-blown legit game of D. and these guys are up in like levels 13 14 and everything like around levels 13 and 14 so they got tons of tons of hit points their attacks are amazing they have a gnome bard who is whose name is scanlan but he has bardic magic and one of them he has is a uh, bardic lightning but he calls it dick lightning <laughs> cuz he actually has a he has it focused where it actually flies out of his crotch <laughs> oh scanlan's great and when he sings he sings like he modifies current songs like they're at one point i'm going to tell you this cuz it's one of the funniest things i've ever seen on the show he sings a song to their barbarian who's a a goliath he tells he sings them a song and everything he goes you're now and they're like oh it worked you're inspired and he picks up his d10 for inspiration and also he goes hey you realize that was the washington redskins fight song right and the guy he sang it to is a uh, dallas cowboys fan he literally takes the d10 leans it holds it over the edge of the table and lets it go and says i don't need it <laughs> how dare you sing that song to me <laughs> And he like just drops the detail on the ground. He's like, no, thank you. And later on, he could have really used the, inspira- the inspiration on a roll. And he goes, bet you could use some inspiration right now. So, but they do that. And then they have a gnome paladin named Trinket. She's actually played by Ashley Johnson from the show Blind Spot. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Actually. Yeah, she, she plays um, basically a forensic scientist. Then they have a guy named uh, Talison. Oh, Jaffers, Tyson Jaffers. He plays a gunslinger. He's a half elf gunslinger, and he's actually pretty cool. His character's name is Perce is Percival, but everybody calls him Percy. And he's actually really awesome with his because uh, he has a basically a, a, a pepper box, but I think it only has three barrels and a and a musket, a rifled musket. I I'm I'm becoming more interested. I've been resistant to watching those kind of things for a while. I'm becoming more interested because I think it might help me play better or run better games. That's that's how I feel with these. That because mm. whenever because I, I I love role playing and I don't really get to do it all that much, so I don't really get to sharpen my skills. So I think I always feel like watching stuff like Critical Role really helps me out with that. And then um, oh the last then they have a chick. She's a full elf. She's a she's a druid. Her name is Keyleth. They have a Goliath barbarian named Grog. He's actually not that smart. They I, they have two half elf twins named Vex and Vax. Wow, that is a lot of detail to remember. <laughs> yeah. Holy after God. watching all the after watching all as many episodes I had, it, it's just all ingrained in my head. But Brian, I really think you would enjoy Critical Role because they're 
some of the how they handle the game, how the, the, the how their DM Matt Mercer handles the game, which I love Matt Mercer. He's actually he's also a great voiceover uh, actor. How he runs the game and how everybody responds to him and how they just joke and laugh while they're playing and stuff. It reminds me of games we've done together, and I, I think you dig it. I, I feel like I need to be invested in it because I have a friend who's involved in it. My friend Ben Looms, who runs Sirenscape. Yeah, he's, he's they just started using his music. Yeah, they just they just set up their they just set up accounts with him for that. And they're loving it. They think it's amazing. They the last episode I just watched, they went in, they actually went into a casino and he actually had casino like casino um bazaar background music. Like they were in the in a bazaar also and it really worked like you could hear people like sound like they're barking at sales and there's like a music playing off in the background you hear stuff clanging and moving around it was it was it's, it really helps with the immersion matt mercer runs that yes i i looked up the guy who does saving throw it's ivan van norman and the show was king of the nerds that he was on yeah that's the one ran by the two guys from uh, revenge of the nerds yeah, yeah. Um, they do a channel called Saving Throw, which has a blog about role playing and um, videos where people play. And they were part of the 24 hour stream that Paizo in, was involved in, where the Paizo staff streamed a game that they were playing. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'll check that one out, Saving Throw. You should check out Critical Role. That one's fun. You can see where they've modified. Uh, like especially with Percy being a gunslinger, you can see where they actually modified rules because he's the way he burns grit and everything. It, it's still very Pathfinder. So one of the things about Let's Plays, when I watch <laughs> Let's Plays, I get the same thing I get out of them when I watch TV. I I watch less TV because I watch stuff like that. I watch people play Hearthstone or Heroes of the Storm or some game I never heard of, or I watch PewDiePie play some game and be entertaining <laughs> because he's hilarious. I was wondering how long it was going to take to mention that name. <laughs> I, I I wanted I wanted to create some kind of imaginary feud between us and PewDiePie, but he's too awesome to make fun of. He's really good. <laughs> I know he he's he's cool. I, I can't hate him. Fun fact. Uh, fun. Sorry. Um, hi, Anthony. What did you want to chime in with? There was this thing. <clears throat> uh, um, it was the uh, top one hundred uh, worst YouTubers, yeah. and whoever made this list put PewDiePie as number one. That's mean. And I was like, really? Like, he's the number one YouTuber in the world, and you're putting him up as the worst? I don't think you understand what the word worst means. <laughs> Somebody's confused. I think that culture is moving too fast, and a lot of people are resistant to it, where all of a sudden people are watching YouTube instead of TV, and Let's Plays are right on the top of the list. That got really popular faster than... TV got popular back when TV was new. It took TV forever yeah, to catch on. It really did. And I'm sure in a year there'll be it'll it'll be there'll be something completely different. And then a year after that, it'll be even more. And it'll just it'll get to the point where in, we're in the singularity and computers are moving too fast for our brains to keep up with them. But the youth will be able to keep up with it. Well, well, yeah, because society becomes more and more integrated with technology. So the younger the people, younger people are going to be able to become more and more accessible to it because their brain, your brain develops a, fairly quick when you're a child. I mean, you're at 80 percent development like at age five, but it's still developing. So you can actually do you're actually ingraining how to operate a lot of these new technologies 
as you're growing. So it just becomes part of who you are. Like us, we had pencils, pens, maybe the Apple, well, maybe the, the, uh, the Apple computer, the, the gray box. I can never remember what it's the, the actual tag for it with Oregon trail. Like we, like that's what I grew up with and everything. So I'm slightly integrated, but I've had to force myself to learn a lot of computer in just over a few years. Whereas I'm sure Brian, you're, you grew up with the Atari. <laughs> I did. I and my first video game system I ever played was a, a Commodore 64, which I think is amazing. <laughs> it, there's some really cool games on the Commodore. You can watch Let's Plays of people playing Commodore games. Really? Okay, I'm in. That sounds oh, awesome. Oh, you can. You, you did you ever look up that Usagi Ujimbo game I talked about? I no, actually, I want to still. Thank you for reminding me about that. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna rewrite that down. I did not. Now, it has Sorry. been remade, so make sure you look for the Usagi Ujimbo Commodore 64 Original. game. Okay, I got that. I'm going to, yeah, because I, I wanted to look that one up, and I, ne I never had a chance to. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to try and do that today. I, I have some time. I'm going to do that. So, Michael, you say you don't watch a lot of these things. When you watch someone play video games, what have you watched? The main ones I've watched are going to be a lot of the ones from uh, Team Four Star on YouTube. They did the Vegeta and Nappa uh, Let's Plays, which it's basically the guys who do Vegeta and Nappa's voices on Dragon Ball Z abridged for their channel. And they're and it's basically that style of Vegeta and Nappa playing these games. And I've watched them play Borderlands, mainly Borderlands. I forget the other one because I watched them play one other game. and I can't remember what it is, but they also did one where it's uh, Krillin plays. And it's the guy who plays Krillin on Dragon Ball Z Abridged playing horror games. <laughs> like, oh, that sounds so awesome. Well, the very first episode, you hear Vegeta in the background go, get in there and play this. Well, what am I doing? When do I get out? When you're done. You hear a door slam. And he's playing <laughs> Slenderman. Oh, horror uh, games. Uh, Watching yeah. people play horror games. That's a big thing. I love doing that. Oh, I've, I think I've watched... Um, I watched the Let's Play for uh, Amnesia once, but it was the modified Amnesia where they did all the memes. That was a fun Let's Play. You really need to watch the Let's Play. The Let's Plays for PT. Oh, gosh. What happens in that? Have you have you heard of PT? No. Um, really? Wow. Have you heard of PT, Anthony? Yeah, of course. All right. I'll let you talk about it. So what is PT? What is PT? Um, maybe I haven't heard of it. <laughs> Sounds familiar, though. PT was a promotion when the Silent Hills game was coming out. It was That's a free why I heard game. about it. It was a free game you could get on, on yeah. consoles. And I think it may have been available on Steam, but don't quote me on that. It was a very creepy, scary game where you, were, you go through a hallway, and when you get to the end of the hallway, you open a door, and you end up at the beginning of the hallway again. And the more you loop through it, it starts turning into like horror puzzles where you're trying to figure out what you have to do to get the loop to happen again. So you start back at the beginning of the hallway. Oh, and good if you Lord. do everything right, you eventually leave the hallway and it's a trailer for Silent Hills. That actually sounds really cool and terrifying and unnerving all at the same time. Um, but if you want to get great joy about it, Find a Let's Play where people play it with like four or five people. 
where one person is playing and the other people are like there, like all hooked up to mics, screaming and yelling and getting scared. It's very entertaining. Oh, kind of like a, a let's play committee. Yeah, committee committee play. Let's oh Play. God. That's exactly what it is. You can probably find it by PT Let's Play Committee. You you hear people like, don't don't do that, don't do that. What the fuck is wrong with you? Oh my god! Ah! You hear <laughs> you can hear someone crying in the background. Oh my <laughs> gosh! I'm looking this one up too. This looks this sounds awesome. Oh, PT oh. is one of the coolest games to watch. It's one of those social puzzle games where. Um, you have to use the internet to figure out how to do some of the puzzles. They're that complicated. Oh, wow. That's insane. That's becoming a big trend. Um, but I And there's another really great video of PewDiePie where he's using the Oculus Rift <laughs> in a horror game. Those are that I've seen Let's Play. I've oh, seen geez. one Let's Play for that. And like a guy almost punched his kid in the face. Well, this one is his girlfriend sneaks up on him while he's playing and she waits for a scary thing to happen. And she grabs him and goes, Rah! <laughs> oh. <laughs> and you just hear him yell in Swedish, followed by what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> ah, 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 ah. That's all of PewDiePie's videos, though, is him playing scary games and getting scared shitless. You guys want to see a, a, a really good Let's Play? It's um, it's the Krillin plays one, but they make him play the one where you're the where you're like two years old and you got to find your mom. And you're, and you're like I forget what it's called, but it's really good because the, the what makes the Krillin Let's Plays good is like he's in character as scared Krillin. So it's like, oh, okay, what am I gonna do here? Oh my god! Because <laughs> like he's he gets scared and freaks out. The Slenderman was really fun, but I, I yeah that one really creeped me out because it's like in the woods and stuff. And I like I like going in the woods, so I'm like don't make me afraid of them of the woods. <laughs> the one that it, it, I think you're like two years old and you're you're living with your mom, and because your parents got divorced, it's your birthday and you go to bed and you she gives you a teddy bear. What's really creepy is like he sits there and she's like here's your teddy bear and he goes. Oh, thanks. Okay, thanks. And the teddy bear like comes alive. He goes, "Oh my God, why are you alive?" <laughs> like he gets like <laughs> the whole first little bit of the game is like him freaking out that the bear is gonna turn into him as like gonna either try and kill him or rape him. And he's like, and he's like "Let's Krillin's go." commentary. Yes. Okay. He, he's so it, it's it's great. Uh, I can't. It's on there. It's on their Let's Play channel. Krillin plays. I can't remember the the name of the game, but just how do you spell Krillin? K R I. L L I N. I I watch a lot of Five Nights. At, I well I did. I haven't done a while, but I've watched a lot of Five Nights at Freddy's let's plays. I've I know plays. I've heard of Five Nights at Freddy's. I, I know what it is and everything, but I've never actually seen any of the gameplay. It's a horror game that's acceptable for children to play. That makes sense. It uh well yeah, yeah. think think um tweens and teens. Okay. Not little kids. Little kids will be terrified of it, but think tweens and teens. That's what I'm because I, I know the, the premise. Yeah, the premise is that you're in like a Chuck E. Cheese type thing, which is Fred, Freddy Fizzle Bears or Fazzle Bears. Faz Bears. Freddy Faz Bears, yeah. And the animatronics are coming to life and trying to jam you into an animatronic suit and kill you. Yeah, which is so okay in this world. <laughs> <laughs> there are people who are triggered by robots and that triggers a lot and by animatronics. So oh, it, yeah. it freaks out people a lot. I've. I, um, I've really, I don't think he'll be doing any more, but I've watched, um, Wayward Drunk, who's a friend of mine, um, playing Five Nights and he's one of the most fun people to play it. But unfortunately, I don't think he, 
he plays it. If you want to watch him play um, League of Legends, though, you can watch him play League of Legends. Nice. So I'm going to ask, I have to ask this. Do you think that, do you want, do, do people watch like horror Let's Plays just so they can be happy about what's happening to these people? Yes. Because I know when I watch, when I've, I watched the, 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 all the Krillin horror ones, I was thoroughly enjoying how scared he was getting. One of my favorite things to do when I have friends over, and I've done this with Daniel Cross quite a few times is we've sat back and watched PewDiePie get scared and it's just fun to watch. And we watch the PT let's play and it's just hilarious to watch other people's reactions. And it also helps you can take, you can watch a horror let's play and turn your lights down and watch them at night and get scared yourself. Yeah. I've, I've, I've done that before. <laughs> like amnesia. Fuck that game. Dude, that game's so scary. Well, yeah, it is. It really is. I've actually played a very little of it because I got scared. But did you guys watch the 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 Amnesia play uh, Let's Play where they they did the meme mods? Nope. No, I I, I have not. Yeah, okay, you guys have to watch it because it's it's really good. Because he opens the cabinet and it's the the problem face. And then there's like and then he's when you're going through the dungeon and you find the dead bodies in there. There's there's the Megusta face on one of the bodies. There's the Forever Alone face what? on one of the bodies. There, when you go through the tunnels, like you end up getting chased by Pedo Bear. Oh my God! And Jesus. the guy that pops out of the Iron Maiden in the uh, in the concert hall is Peanut Butter and Jelly. Oh, that's great! <laughs> and the guy got stuck in there for like 20 minutes trying to find the key. As this thing's chasing him, and the whole time behind him, it's peanut butter jelly, peanut Wait, butter jelly. I think I might have seen clips of this because that sounds familiar. The peanut yeah, butter jelly it, thing. It, yeah, and he and like as he's looking for the key, after a while, he he just starts going, "Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up." It's not <laughs> 1999 anymore. Whose channel is this? I never actually checked the page. I always just looked up Amnesia meme run. Uh, let's play. Yeah. Um, I it's, do want to include a couple more people I listen to. Uh, I watch. I mean, go ahead. I have to give him an I have to give him an appropriate in, intro. I watch motherfucking Pally Time. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the hell is that? MF Pally Time. Um, almost all Heroes of the Storm. Okay. He does a live stream of Legion. He's been doing a live stream of Legion on occasion where he plays with his girlfriend. Not one of my favorites. I tend to watch his Hero of the Storm stuff. He's doing A to Z Heroes of the Storm right now, where he's doing every single hero, one a day, alphabetical. Oh, wow. Oh, that's and really cool. he does a live stream of Diablo when they do a new season. I don't watch oh. those. because, Like I said, I don't really like watching people play Diablo. When I watch his Hero of the Storm videos, it's like I'm watching sports. I just love it. It did a thing that Let's Plays do. I fired up Hero of the Storm the other day and I played. I hadn't played in a while. I really? got it out of my system and I probably won't play again for a while, but I played. I played a few games. It was fun. And then I went back to watching people play the game. <laughs> yeah, Let's Plays are pretty good about getting people into the game. Yeah, they usually there hasn't been a time where I've watched Let's Play and I go, wow, I don't think I want to play this game. Like they've always come out going, man, if I could, I'm I'm gonna play that game. Are there any games, Anthony, that you've discovered through Let's Plays that you that that's how you got into playing them? Oh shit, that's a good question. Um, if we're gonna go with those reviews from Total Biscuit, then yeah, there's probably a couple. Uh, you know what, Stardew Valley was one. I think I heard people talking about Stardew Valley, which is a um. He gained this guy, one person, one person made this entire game. Um, he was a very big fan of Harvest Moon, and he made a 
PC game of basically Harvest Moon called Stardew Valley, but it's better than Harvest Moon, and it's not Harvest Moon, obviously, because trademark and all that shit. Um, saw lots of people doing Let's Plays of it, and I was like, this game looks really cool, and it doesn't require a lot of um, a lot of your computer because it's all like eight bit, you know, easy graphics. So that is one game that like Let's Plays kind of got me into. The other one would probably be Undertale. I watched some Undertale Let's Plays before I actually played it. Oh, you were telling me about that one. Yeah, you also told us not to do that. Yeah. Hypocrite. Yeah. <laughs> I I I watched to the point where people were like were like they would go through the beginning part of the game and then they would get to the part where something like big spoiler stuff was about to happen and be like, Okay, I'm gonna tell everybody who hasn't played this game, go play it right now. And I was already kind of intrigued at that point, so I did. So you went and played it. Yeah. That's good. Um, one game that actually got put on my radar, but I, I never played it because of a Let's Play, is Dragon Ball Z Xenoverse. Because it's the first one where you can actually make your own character and customize them. Like, to the detail of, like, the guys on Team Four Star, when they made theirs, they made a Majin character, and you can actually modify the color of, through the rainbow spectrum. Oh, wow. That Which, is... they, for me... Um, Stanley Parable. Uh, I've never saw that, but I heard it was a good game. Oh, it's fantastic. Um, I watched a little bit of it and went, I need to turn this off and get it and play it right away because this is, this is amazing. It's very different kind of style of gameplay. It's uses the portal engine and it's released on steam. It's just a story that you play through in first person. With a neat little commentary narrator track playing over the whole thing. Yeah, walking simulator. That's what that is. Yeah, that's it's a walk. It's a walking simulator. You haven't heard of this genre of gaming? No, not at all. So it's something that was made popular by I think Telltale was like the first group to actually start doing it. Maybe no, because Telltale was made Telltales. Um, so it's a game where basically you just kind of you don't really play. I'm not even sure if it's considered a game because there's no like win or fail objective there's just go and you go and you unlock the story by going and doing things um like firewatch was a walking simulator and that one was yeah, sounded way of different it was sounded way different oh yeah firewatch there's is no, a walking simulator for sure yeah there's no success or fail condition you just you go through i mean firewatch has things where you can change how parts of the story happen because of certain decisions or you can change the type of character the the type of characteristics the main character has but ultimately the story's going to end the same pt would be a walking simulator it's a horror walking simulator but yeah it's a walking simulator because you're just going through and interacting with things and letting the story happen well so, but um, it's got puzzles right so and, and a lot of walking fail at a puzzle have, but a lot of walking simulators have puzzles there's a few death conditions in pt but they're few and far between it's mostly huh. just moving through the game over and over again and seeing scary stuff as you go oh that's terrifying yeah it's it's yeah. and really 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 terrifying stuff to describe a little bit of it um you walk into the room and the chandelier falls and makes a really loud sound and makes you jump. And when you um, so when you're recovering game. from it, like you you react to it, you turn around and there's a creepy child standing there. Stuff like that. Oh, oh fuck that! Oh, that. children being creepy. 
<laughs> well, you should know better than anybody. You have one. They're they're just creepy in general. Children are creepy <laughs> when creepy. children are creepy when they do things that aren't childlike. That's what makes children creepy. So, that's um, uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, a, ch- a child in a suit standing with a serious face on, like Damien, is scary. Oh yeah, it's unusual. It's just it it interferes with the norm and makes you have a fear reaction. Or if children are doing something that goes against the whole premise of a child being innocent. So like Children of the Corn when those two girls are playing patty cake with the severed hand. Fucking creepy. Yes. Oh, that one. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> uh, ooh. There's a there's a Pathfinder module based on Children of the Corn. Are it's you really good. Yeah, it's really have- good. The whole movie. I've only seen bits and pieces. It's I've seen called, the movie. It's called Feast of Ravenmoor, and it's written by the king of creepy adventures, Brandon Hodge, and it's fantastic. I take it you've played this. I've played it. I've run it many times. It's very, very creepy and good. I, I don't think I've played it without running it. I think I ran it first, um, but I like running creepy adventures. I'm, okay, you're going to... I'm going to say this. You're going to run this. I'm going to have my gunslinger, <laughs> and anytime a creepy child pops up, they're getting a face full of pepper box. Sure. Sure. Kill all the children. That'll end well. <laughs> <laughs> the end of the module. We never see Michael's uh, gunslinger again because he's been deemed evil and Pathfinder Society won't let him back. <laughs> I'm, I'm expelled by the society. <laughs> uh, uh, what, uh, what happened to you? Killed kids. Maybe I'll oh. run it online. Come up with a plan to run it online and we'll figure out a schedule that works because it's not a... I'd say you could probably do it in three or four, one hour, three, three or four, four hours. No, two or three, four hour sessions. You probably finish it. Mm. That'd be fun. Yeah, I'm totally putting, I'm totally putting John books on this one. Mm. Uh, Creepy kid. What's that for? He had a knife. He looked spooky. (laughs) Kid had a knife. Yeah, with birthday cake on it. That's what that was. Yeah. You killed it. It was his birthday. You <laughs> killed him on his birthday. <laughs> Save money on the dates on the tombstone. Jeez. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> um, I do want to mention Hearthstone because I watch Let's Plays of Hearthstone. Hearthstone is a game I consider myself not allowed to play like WoW because I get too hooked on it, but I have no trouble watching people play it. <laughs> I think you've mentioned that before in an, in an earlier episode. Um, I really liked watching Total Biscuit play Hearthstone. He was my first Hearthstone Let's Player that I watched, and he doesn't focus it on, on it as much as he used to. I don't think he's as interested in the game as he was. So I've transitioned. I mostly watch um, Kriparian who he plays the game, but he also does a little intro before each each video where he talks about the cards. It's a really good, like, talking about card mechanics and then getting to watch him play a few clips. It's one of the most digestible is Kriparian. I also like watching WoW Hobbs, um, who used to do WoW, but now he pretty much exclusively does Hearthstone because he plays a very fun style where he makes decks that are fun. He doesn't make decks that will necessarily win every game. Lots of random stuff. That's cool. There's a list of several more. I'll try to include them on the Facebook page rather than going into each and every single Hearthstone streamer I watch, because I think I have five in my Hearthstone category in Feedly that I go into. Well, we well, did good. a lot of WoW ones. I have a I have an EVE Online one. 
Oh, really? Yep. There's one you guys should watch. He's really funny. He's called The Boat Show. <laughs> I like the name. In, in, the Boat Show? He's called, yeah, well, because in the game, he's known as The Big Red Boat. That's his character name. I've been on some of his fleets before. He's really funny. And it's just him going on fleets, and he records it, and people just talk shit on him the whole time. And it's just... You should also right. look pictures of of, of him because uh, he goes to uh, the Eve Online like uh, meet and greet thing that happens every year over in Iceland, and he dresses up in like a captain uniform. I can't think huh. of people dressed in navy uniforms without thinking of L. Ron Hubbard. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, bro. Seriously, I pictured L. Ron Hubbard at a Eve convention. Um, I I just watched Going Clear on YouTube, and it. <laughs> It, and now I, I can't think of anyone in a Navy uniform without thinking of L. Ron Hubbard. <laughs> Hi, not related to our topic at all, but I do recommend Going Clear. It's a very cool documentary about Scientology, especially if you live in the area I live in, in um, Hammett, California, where we have the giant Scientology camp in our town. And it's mentioned several times in the documentary. Um Wow. But I do want to mention, since we're we're starting to get to the point where we're going to wrap up, I have to mention one of the most fun Let's Players to watch, Stone Mountain 64. Oh, my, oh gosh. my God. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <I'm actually laughs> the crap. He trolls the hell out of people. It's great. <laughs> oh, it is so much fun. I, what, I go through his videos looking for the people who play along with him rather than fight him. Um, so... For the listeners, Stone Mountain 64 is a, I want to say Battlefield. Yeah, Battlefield. 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 He's a Battlefield Let's Player who signs on to games and immediately jumps into character. And he's like, I'm Stone Mountain 64. I'm your squad leader. You You go here, you go here. And he talks in military lingo. And he usually does it on unsuspecting people who are like, oh, wow, this guy's really into it. Um, He's really fucking into this game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Most of the videos he does are people calling him names and like not wanting to be involved in it and getting really upset or whatever. But the really fun ones is when he either arranges a game or he plays with people who are totally into it and just start playing, doing the same thing as he does. And it is hilarious to watch. It's beautiful. They're hilarious. My favorite is still him. I am Captain Stobout 64. I am your I am your commander. The guy's like, I'm totally muting this guy. Do not show off your comms, sir. I am your I am your lead commander. You will listen to everything I say. Yeah, the guy's like totally <laughs> muting up. <laughs> oh my god, it was amazing. <laughs> oh, it was so beautiful. great. Oh. Are your comms on mute? You're gonna be reported for discipline right now. <laughs> <laughs> I like you how know, he has it must be this- really I like how he has a squad, uh, like a com- there's a commanding officer that doesn't exist that he always talks about, like this guy that sends them out on missions that he made up, that he's like, he calls him like Carlos or something like that. And he's it's like, Carlos like has us going here. Yeah, it's just some person that like does it's not exist in the game at all. Yeah. It must be really hard for him to do it nowadays, though, because I bet he's so big and popular that probably he pops up. It's like Stone Mountain, and they're like, oh, fuck, Stone Mountain 64, guys. Fuck, we're all fucked. Log out, log out. <laughs> well, actually, I think those videos are even better because 
the people because people know who he is and they immediately like, oh, our commanding officer is here. Now we got to do what he says. And they 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 play along with it. I, I, I have more fun with those videos than the ones that don't like it. And he's just trolling them. I like the guys that play along because it actually makes it a lot funnier. <laughs> Now I want to watch some more of his videos. I've seen a bunch, but now I want to watch more. <laughs> yeah. I love how he reacts when he takes damage, how he really plays along. And when he goes underwater, he makes the sounds of like breathing and and like gasping for air. Or if if someone goes down, he'll run up and be like, stay with me, soldier, and do the med pack. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, he's like, breathe. We're going to get you home, buddy. You're going home. You're going to go home. Trust me. <laughs> Yeah. Keep oh, going, yeah, he... Michael. Keep going, Michael, because the joke's not funny if you rep- until you repeat it a few times. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, but no, he's funny. I mean, he's actually one of the funnier Let's Plays I've seen that like people aren't like because he does it on multiplayer. He doesn't just do it in the game. He does it on multi on like online multiplayer, which is great. He's like the only one that does it. Like no one's copied him. It's amazing. <laughs> I haven't seen. Yeah, I haven't seen anybody else doing this but him. Does anybody else have? Any more about Let's Plays they need to share before we wrap up? You know what? They're just, I'm just going to say, you know, they're a lot of fun. The the ones that I've and, and, you know, we've all have ones that we like to go to and we watch the most. Me. Yeah, I like to watch people do tabletop gaming. <laughs> Big whoop. You won the fight about it. <laughs> they're just something for everybody. And I don't think it's because anybody's lazy. I just think it's because we want. But most of the time, we just want to see something happening. We want to see something that we care about, whether it's a video game, a tabletop game, or or just like a, a walking sim or something like that. Where we just want to see how it goes, how what happens, and if it inspires you to play that game, awesome. If it inspires you to try and do something else, great. Or if it's just something you're doing for entertainment, and that's not looking at a TV or having to interact with another human being. I want to ask just real quick, you know, how did these things get so big? Who sat down and said, "Hey"? Why? Let's just watch somebody. Let's uh, let's see people watch us play video games, and then it just exploded. Well, it goes through this process where something becomes part of the cultural norm. Like it took a long time for smartphones to become a thing. Like we had Palm Pilots and stuff like that for a really long time, and then we got the iPhone, and then all of a sudden you can't live without a smartphone. That's yeah, true. Seriously. I think it's just it has to do with people being ready for a new kind of entertainment and the right people getting into it and then word of mouth and then it just explodes. There's probably a whole socioeconomic way to describe why that happens. Well, there's got to be definitely for sure. I, I think that's really great. I mean, just because they to me in and I, I want to say about four years, like I said, earlier, they just they just came out of nowhere. There was usually there was like maybe a couple of videos of guys like showing something funny that happened on on their like session of League or their session of Battlefield. And you're like, oh, that's great. And then it just turned into, well, you're going to watch me play this whole game and it's going to be amazing. For three hours. <laughs> you, there's, and people there's, soak it up. There's events that happen that help. Like PewDiePie became hugely popular, which benefited everyone else who did it. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, his videos only last so long. So you're like, once you're done, you're like, I got to watch something else. You know what it reminds me of? Alternative music in the 90s. Um, Alternative music existed for a while. There, there were bands that were around, like, um, like Pearl Jam and stuff existed, and then all of a sudden Nirvana was really big, and then the record labels just went after all these alternative bands, and all of a sudden alternative is a big popular thing. But it had been trickling around for a while. Like, grungy music existed for a long time before Nirvana exploded. 
So it's just like with video games on the internet, it takes a few events like PewDiePie's and Markiplier's and Total Biscuits to all of a sudden make it really popular. Yeah, right place, right time, right person. So, but yeah, everything comes to a head and, and there probably were a lot of Let's Plays around before this time that people just weren't picking up on until until that certain person did it. But I, I'm not mad that they took off, I think, because they are really cool entertainment, especially you know, with some of the ones where they, they role play or, or people are showing a game that you would never, ever in a million years find on your own. So I think it's funny. It goes along with the popularity of YouTube, too. But I mean, even with that, for me, I mean, I'm a little older. I had to use like effort to start watching these things to get into it. Yeah. Like it I I I literally had to just you know what? I'm not going to watch TV. I'm going to watch some YouTube. And then over time it became a habit to now it's part of my viewing experiences. I watch stuff on YouTube. I think that's how how it happened with me. I was I cuz like I said, you know, I've watched a lot of TV growing up and and everything, but I once want to be like, well, let's look for some videos on YouTube. And I started out like most people classically like, ooh, cat video. <laughs> oh, that cat did this. What's this? Oh, my gosh. That guy has a gun that shoots flowers. That's amazing. So and now it's I don't watch a ton of TV. I watch a crap ton of YouTube. Like I used to have favorite <laughs> channels on my TV like Nickelodeon. That's my channel. Fox. After such a time, that's my channel. Now it's like, oh, me. Team four star. Uh, rocket jump. That's how it gets for me. So it's like it's just shifted over to the new medium, which is, you know, Internet videos. And I'm sorry, there are some internet shows on YouTube that I think are better than TV shows. Agreed. But guys, I had to say these Let's Plays, they were wonderful. I loved them. I like talking about them with you guys, getting finding out some really fun things with you. So I just think that was really great. Brian, the, some of the ones you've told me about are really great. I love that we've all actually heard of Stone Mountain 64. It's a lot of <laughs> I, I, I had totally forgotten to mention him until you guys brought him up. I think I may have heard about him because one of you shared them on your Facebook page at some point. And then I got really into like I, I, I found him and just watched a ton of his videos. He's really entertaining. I might have. It might have been me, but I'm not sure. Yeah, there's there's just games like I, I wrote down the the low key for looking at his wow plays. Pony Island, I guess I'm going to have to have nightmares tonight. And saving throw, like you brought something like because I, I do the tabletop lefts plays apparently, and let's uh, saving throw is one I have not watched, so I'm gonna go check them out. Uh, I hope you guys check out like Critical Role and, and other stuff like that. I'll I'll try it again. I I am nothing but adaptable. I will I will try it again. I was I had trouble yeah. getting into it. And you know what? Even though they're like in the middle of a storyline, they do give some backstory. And you can just fall into like it's one of those things where you could literally just fall into it and just love it because there's been times where I've met because I've watched I'm watching their backlog too which I've watched most of their backlog you don't and you can miss episodes and still know the story and still get the gist of everything because they do a lot of callback. The craziest thing is that I haven't gotten into Critical Role. I actually donated to their Kickstarter. You donated to the Critical Role's Kickstarter, and I never really got into it. <laughs> Hmm. When, because I was a fan of tabletop. Peculiar. I watched ah. tabletop. Tabletop. I watched tabletop board game let's play. Oh, um, the Will Wheaton show. I used to watch that. I haven't watched like the last like season. Air quotes. I don't know why I'm doing that. I'm on an audio podcast. Uh, I, <laughs> I, I used I to somehow watch... knew you did that. 
It's the inflection. Just have that voice. It's the inflection. But um, I haven't seen the last like season of it, but I used to watch it. Like, there's a lot of games on there that I've seen that I'm just like, I must own this game. Like Zombie Dice. I want to buy Zombie Dice so bad because it looks like a really fun party game. I own it. You have Zombie Dice? Mm-hmm. New Year's Eve, man. We should Android. play Snake Oil. What's Snake Oil? I've never heard of that one. That got What's really Snake cool. Oil? Um, Total Biscuit, along with all his YouTuber friends, of course, uh, do this thing called the Co-Optional Lounge where they play board games on Twitch. And one of the games to play is called Snake Oil. You take two cards and you put them together to sell an item to a person. And the person who's being sold to draws a card and they're like, oh, I'm this person. Uh, like, I'm a clown or I'm a prostitute. And you have to sell to that person. So they take things like, oh, you know what? You're an executioner. You know it would be great for you? Bomb Mountain. It's a mountain made out of a bomb. Or as the YouTuber Wild Crendor once tried to sell to, I think, a prostitute, maybe? He tried to sell him a truck truck. A what? A truck truck. You know what you need? You need a truck truck. <laughs> Why do they need a truck truck? And what is a truck truck? It's a truck truck. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know if I'd be very good at that game because as you all know, I, I have trouble talking to people and putting my words together. <laughs> we okay we should to try sell the item to people we should try this that sounds fun yeah uh, to oh sell the item i just remember okay real quick last note i just remembered the you saying co-optional thing that reminded me when i used to watch i used to watch felicia day's uh let's play that she did called co-optitude with her brother they do retro gaming i used to watch that too oh my gosh i totally forgot about that my favorite one was that's the cool. was that the they they did a i think it was goof troop uh, something uh, something island, and it's basically a, a Goofy and Max game where they're on an island with pirates. I watched that one. <laughs> that one was my favorite because they're like, how the hell do we do this? Because they, they decided they wanted to do this and play all these retro games on there because they didn't really have video game consoles as kids. They had computer games, and so they felt like the odd man out. Now they have all these games, and they're like, it's amazing, and they still don't understand why they're doing it. Uh, but you know what? I We've been talking a lot about these let's plays or anything, but I, I kind of want to know like what you guys got going on, you know, anything special coming up, you know, anything, you know, any plugs, any plugs we want to do. Well, cause I'm the Brian. one who said plugs. I will go first. <laughs> yes. Because you, you actually brought up the plugging part. Plug away, Brian. So I got, um, a big thing coming up, um, at the end of the month, um, September 30th through October 2nd, I'm going to, um, Santa Clarita Valley comic con. Um, if you want to go there and see me there, you can go to the Pathfinder room and find me. Um, I'm running a game on Friday. You can contact me on the Facebook page or email me at um, brian.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com. And I can give you the information on that because I am running a game on Friday. And if you want to play at my table that I'm running, you can contact me and check that out. Um, there is going to be Pathfinder Society all weekend as plus as plus um, Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition, which I am actually devoting a time slot to try out for the first time. And I will be comicking out. I am going to be in costume for a little bit of the convention. I don't know how much. It depends on how hot I get. I also want to plug, which I who I mentioned earlier, um, Supernatural The Road So Far podcast. I recommend you check them out on Stitcher or on their website, snroadsofar.com. Sam and Malik talk about um, Supernatural. They're doing a 
rewatch and they are on season seven right now, but you can go on their website and go back and watch and and listen to their episodes where they talk about the rewatched episodes up to season seven, or you can even listen to their season 11 watch very soon since Supernatural is starting again in October. They're going to be talking about season 12. So it's a good time to start getting into their podcast and having a little thing you can listen to after their episode, after the episode airs. And as usual, I want to plug dinosaur machines. Our friends at the nerd pundit page have a podcast on SoundCloud where they talk about video games. Since we're talking about let's plays today, it's really good to talk about them. And they have an episode where they talk about Pony Island. Yep, they do. That is where I learned about that game. So if you want to learn about games, what I recommend you do is look up what games they talk about, download and play the game, or watch a Let's Play about the game like I do, and then listen to their show. They're a really good show. Um, I also have to recommend... RPG Wonderland, which is a plug from our fourth nerd, Daniel Cross. Um, RPG Wonderland is a podcast where they dig into all things RPG, which is a really good show. And I can't not I can't stop Daniel from talking about it. So you should check that out. Anthony, do you have anything to talk about? Uh, nothing really to plug. Just probably going to be playing more well this week, to be honest. <laughs> What is I mean, your um what is your blizzard tag if people want to play with you your battle net? It is Labanac L A B I N N A C Cannibal spelled backwards. 1313. Can you put that on the Facebook page? Yeah, I could I could post that there. Cool. I'll have to also put the the ID number because there's like a number after that and I can't remember that number. All right, that sounds cool. What about you, Michael? Uh, I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to keep writing. I'm going to try and have at least some kind of outline set up by the end of the month. Uh, for plug wise, I'm I'm going to actually plug my favorite uh, podcast right now, which is aside from this one is the Game Over Greggy podcast. <laughs> I'm going to plug those guys. I mean, they're they're big. Com- they're they're big guys and everything. They take they can handle themselves. But I want to plug them because I think they're wonderful. And I'm going to probably keep listening until i'm done uh with until i decide i don't need podcasts anymore which will probably be never i do have to mention we got our our first review on itunes i want to shout out to heather who reviewed us i will full disclosure heather is my girlfriend we would like to get (laughs) and we we thank you very much it is an honest review because she is one of our biggest fans she listens to us every week well i got a Uh, question before you continue before you continue let me ask did she write this review after getting in a fight with you and just rake us over the coals? <laughs> I can't imagine that she would do that. She's such a gentle soul. <laughs> oh, but she bombed us, guys. <laughs> I, I, I have to be nice because she can go back and change that review. <laughs> <laughs> Heather, you're a wonderful person who are, who's beautiful and smart and have a wonderful choice and a mate. I also have to shout out to David Theobald III, who uh, reviewed us on Facebook. I love that guy. <laughs> I think Heather reviewed us on Stitcher too. I think we got a Stitcher review from her too. Did uh, did she leave commentary or just our st- or just a stat review? Uh, comment. There's a comment. There's a comment on there. Who she who who she mad at? No, she's she 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 talks about how great we are. It's pretty good. Oh, okay, good. We really need your reviews. Um, go to iTunes or Stitcher. Um, both of those are really great places to review. And if you don't have the time to go through podcasting places to find out where to review us. You can just 
repost us on SoundCloud, which you're probably listening to us on. Um, you can like our videos on SoundCloud and please comment, 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 comment. Um, you can also, for the people who want minimal effort, you can write a review on our Facebook page, Nerd Podcast Radio. That's true. Oh, and also for anybody who doesn't, true. for anybody who's you know out there looking for a, another way, like you want to get away from the iTunes or anything, we actually just started being uploaded on a podcast compile app for the phone called Podcast Republic. It's an it's an app for your cell phone that actually compiles uh, apps that are. Uh, it compiles apps, compiles uh, podcasts for you to download. It's actually a really good management download system for your podcast. We act, that was actually a, a minor goal for us. Like a personal goal for me is that we show up on that compile site and we do, and it has our artwork and everything. It's, I, I, it made me happy and made me feel like we were doing like we're making a difference and we're moving forward. That makes me really happy. You know why? Why? Because I didn't have to do anything to make that happen. Yeah, it just happened, and it was great. <laughs> Brian likes it when good things happen to us, and he didn't have to do a lot of hard work for it. <laughs> Getting on Podcast Republic for me was a personal goal because that's something I use, and I see that it's just something that just happens, so I really love it. So I'm happy about that. Well, it's all up. about us getting together and talking and keeping up, which is one of the great things about this because I think if we hadn't have done this podcast, the three of us probably would have parted ways after you, after um, – we all moved to different places. People moved. Yeah, we're all living in three. We're all three of us live in different cities now, and it, it's really hard to keep in contact when you're not in the same city, and which makes me sad because you guys are two of my best friends. Well, Michael, so. you live really close to me, so we got to get together soon. We got to yeah, just... we do. We need to get together and t and hang out a little bit, and I, I I have some free time coming up. I'm sure. Yeah, no real event. Just either you come over here and I go over there, and we just hang out. Yeah, so we'll be good. So, but everybody. So you got you get to see, that's more of a human moment for us. You get to see our friendship, how we found this podcast can keep us together as friends. That's our deep moment for the day, everybody. <laughs> In between podcasts, we talk about what we're going to talk about next week. If you would like to tell us what you would like us to talk about, go on Nerd Podcast Radio Facebook page and or share your or suggestions tweet, or tweet to Nerdcast Radio on Twitter. Yep, and Anthony will tell us what you say. Yeah. Yeah, I will. I'll tell you guys. So, but I just want to say again, everybody, thank you for listening. Guys, thank you for being here. And I just had a great time. These Let's Plays talks were great. I got a list of things to look up. Brian's got a list of things. I'm sure Anthony's got at least a couple. <laughs> and he and he needs to go to sleep. Yeah. So, yeah, but guys, I'm tired. This has been a really good episode. And everybody, thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. I'll give us reviews on on iTunes, Stitcher, find us on Facebook. I'm your host, Special Mikey, along with Hindu Anthony. Goodbye, everybody. And Super Vegan Brian. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you for listening and to Nerd Podcast Radio. And always, stay nerdy, stay informed, stay awesome. And stay awesome! <laughs> yeah! A little late. A little late there. <laughs> hey, Anthony, you want to tell everybody bye? Brian, come on. <laughs> bye. Show. Will you be the podcast? Will you be the podcast? Will you be the podcast?